1: and welcome to Anime Out of Context, the show where I attempt to explain the sometimes weird, sometimes wonderful, but always hilarious world of anime. And our fans just ask me, why the long face? <laughs> I'm Sean Rollins. I'm Remington Chase. And Remington, you're you're looking pretty good, buddy. All things considered. Uh yeah. You know what? Uh, better than I would anticipate after
0: uh, an expanded revisit of a a very trashy anime last week. So, uh, yeah. doing doing much better than most would anticipate. In fact, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm feeling downright chipper, Sean.
1: Yeah, I'd say that's probably one of the most uh, positive trashy experiences you've had. And you've known me for years, so. What What about you, Sean? How How are you feeling? Oh, you know i think i'm doing pretty dang decently overall i've been doing a lot of good research sean do you ever just feel sad (laughs) remington remington please what (laughs) remington i i do feel sad sometimes but i don't i don't i only get sad when you start taking the lead in conversations in the first half of our (laughs) anime podcast
0: you, you you see that just goes to we we've become so formulaic, Sean, that even me trying to trying to start a, a, a li- little little bit of banter that can be discerned by you as as something strange and weird. We're we're fitting the formula too strongly, Sean. We we need to we need to break away from it sometime.
1: Remington, we just did an episode about fucking the Oda Nobunaga thing where you complained about lack of structure. <laughs>
0: Well I'm not saying a lack of structure, I'm just saying I may, I'm worried
1: that maybe we're too formulaic at times, but okay, fine, fine I, I won't ask you a question. You can ask me a question, Remington. it's fine. I'm just I just you know I get I get nervous. I do a lot of work preparing for this, and you scare me sometimes. <laughs> Uh, You know what scares me, Sean? The existential dread of reality. Yes, that's a great point. I'm glad that we're bringing the existential dread of reality into our comedy review podcast. You know, I I really want to laugh now that I have uh, eldritch horrors (laughs) lurking in my mind. And oh. my actual depression is, is eking out into our public space. You know
0: what, Sean? I have, I have another question. I'm derailing this episode a little uh, bit.
1: Clearly. I, clearly. Away. I feel <laughs> a, a little bit... Mm, like, we haven't even mentioned anime yet. Like, we've talked briefly about what we did last week, but we didn't even say, okay, hey, here, here, we did qu- anime. Qu- all right, quickly. Reference anime before I go on this tangent. <laughs> uh, Okay. Uh, fucking Dylan is my waifu. How about that? That'll work. <laughs> That's that's all
0: you wanna say before think. All right, cool. Uh
1: so Sean, Sean, we've been doing this podcast for a while, right? And and
0: we've grown quite the audience, right? Uh and I am pleased with that audience. Once again, this is totally tangential to anime. Uh but we we've grown quite uh an audience, Sean. And okay. you travel in weeb circles quite a bit, right? Uh so, so well, for, we for me. We don't do much
1: traveling these days, well, let's be yeah. honest.
0: But like in the in the general sense. Yes. Uh whereas me, like I, I don't really actively associate with a bunch of weebs on the daily. Like there there's some of my friends who happen to be weebs, but like I don't have weeby communities like Sean does. And and so I, I don't get a feel of this, but I'm wondering, uh, how do you feel with the,
1: the great weight of fame on your shoulders, Sean? <laughs> <laughs> Remington, you do realize that w- we are a podcast and we do have a lot of lovely people that listen to us, but we are still very much a very small podcast. I can w- still walk out on the street and not have somebody walk up and be like, hey, that's Sean from Anime Out of Context. Well,
0: yeah, not walking in the streets, but like we're one of the largest podcasts in our little niche and you are are greatly involved with that niche. So I just figured a bunch of weebs are like, oh my God, it's Sean. Uh, and then you're like, oh my God, it's a fan. And that's like how you both sound for some reason. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Actually, it's more along—it's uh, more along the lines of, "Hey, aren't you that asshole? That asshole who who likes this show but not this show for whatever reason?" Uh, all right, all right, Sean. Back. All right, focus, focus. Okay, What's happening this week, Sean? Well, Remington, uh, I have a very good uh, show lined up this week. It's uh, it's a, it's we hit something pretty heavy-handed last week. I feel uh, you, there was a lot. You know what? I,
0: of... I I would agree. We we covered like multiple deeper than anticipated concepts, Sean.
1: Yeah, a lot of depression was touched on. A lot of of, uh, like, imposter syndrome, a lot of, uh, weird and horrible sexual crimes as well. We, uh, it was pretty heavy stuff. It wasn't like your, uh, your Saturday morning good, uh, feeling, uh, moment. Oh, Uh, you know what,
0: Sean? Speaking of, like, imposter syndrome and and terrible sexual stuff, so, uh, with with our fans, uh, I've, I've been posting a couple more polls on on the social media right oh you haven't uh just getting feedback you know um so far people people have been uh i, I don't know generally optimistic they they've a lot of their answers have been indicating uh because because I've asked like when things should be or if they're going to happen or not um different different ways like I mentioned last week I asked a very innocent question about April fools um, um
1: innocent is a heavy asterisk there my man
0: uh but i I just wanted to show some some appreciation uh for the people who answered those polls just giving me some feedback it's just really good to know and and I appreciate them taking the time to do that
1: okay it's very good to thank people and we are very grateful for uh, any uh, feedback and we get because it helps us grow both as content creators and as people. But uh, you know that does that's... make me think, Sean. Uh, what does it make you think, Flemming? <laughs> Oh, uh, <laughs> what does it make you think?
0: I'm just fucking with you, Sean. I wouldn't do that two weeks in a row.
1: This time we're
0: actually doing it. Yes, it's oh, April no. Fools again, Sean. It's oh, that time God. of year. Uh, you you might think, wow, that's soon. Yeah, sometimes it takes a year between April Fools. Sometimes it takes a little over a month. It wild card, bitches. Uh. <laughs> So, Sean,
1: uh, I, I, I'm sure. I just wanna, I, before you continue, I have one thing I want to say. Go Everything for it. I said that was nice about our community, I take it back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm rescinding I'm re- that. Wildcard Bitches was a bad move. I had something good and wholesome planned today, and this is what I am rewarded with. Oh, no. I, I, wholesome will be great for next week, Sean. We'll both want
0: it. Uh, because, Sean, uh, I, I've mentioned this before. There's been critiques. Of the past times I've taken over these episodes,
1: um, mostly from me, but go on. Mostly
0: from you. Um, people saying it's not anime, it's it's live action, it's French, it's CGI. That's not even Harry Potter. What the fuck is going on? Like a lot of a lot of critiques, and I completely want completely valid and reasonable critiques. I might add, agree to disagree. You know, we all have different perspectives, but you know, I I want to to break the mold for once, right? Because I. I've noticed the past few April Fools that we have had, and we've shared together, Sean. I it, it's been subtle, but I felt like you were not having a good time. Is that fair subtle. to say? Subtle. Yeah, I like. I, I think you you tried to hide it, but but I'm your friend, and I think I picked up on it a little bit.
1: Uh, if we were a higher production value podcast. Right here is where I'd put a clip of all of the, t- like, a compilation of me freaking the fuck out in the various April Fools episodes, but since I'm not a dick to our editor, I'm not going to ask for that. Instead, you guys can probably just imagine all of my screaming and tirades, and if I have to hear that goddamn Code Lyoko song one more time, I am going to fucking truck coon myself to a new world.
0: Well, you know, Sean, uh, even though you torture me plenty, and obviously, completely unintentionally, through my April Fools, I've ended up torturing... You, uh, even though I had the best of intentions, um, there are still times where you've shown me something that you've truly liked. And there are times where we can join together and like something together. And it's rare for this podcast, frankly. But those moments happen, Sean. And and so I figured on this lovely April evening that
1: we are recording this, uh, that it's, it's... that, <laughs>
0: that I would I would chair
1: uh I would chair something I love with you. If that's the case then that thing is long since
0: rotten. <laughs> Sean, uh, I, I'm being completely genuine here. I'm I'm gonna show you my favorite show I think of all time. Really? Really, really, Sean. I am not bullshitting you. This is actually, I genuinely think, gonna be the first good April Fools to Sean. Uh, now, of course, I could be wrong. Who knows? Maybe you will break my heart just as I've broken yours many, many times. We have a habit of breaking each other's hearts on this podcast and we could continue that tradition today. But, Sean, this th- th- this week, I want to share with you Bojack Horseman. Okay. Okay. Now, uh, Sean, I know, I know you you haven't watched all of Bojack Horseman. Have you watched any of it, or what? What do you know of Bojack Horseman?
1: I know that Bojack Horseman is his name is Bojack, and he is in fact a horseman. <laughs> You're fucking nailing it, Sean. <laughs> Great start. And, and if I remember correctly, uh, if I can allude to your uh, foreshadowing, uh, we share a very similar thing, simply known as extreme clinical depression. Uh, yes. Oh,
0: and m- much, much more. You see, uh, Bojack Horseman, uh, the titular character is, of course, our main character. We're hanging out with him, Sean. And Bojack Horseman, he was really big in the '90s, right? He he had this show, horsing around, right? Super popular. It was it was the full house of his. Day, Sean, I uh, can't say I've seen it, unfortunately. Uh, well, you know what? Uh, that that that's fine. Don't worry. Plenty of others had. So, uh, you you have this this classic icon who got rich off of of super popular '90s wholesome sitcom. Uh, now we are 20 years after that, right? Okay. Uh, 20 years after the fact, uh, maybe 25 to 30 in in that range. And BoJack now, he's not really done a lot since the end of Horsing Around. He has a really big house because he was in a super popular sitcom. Uh, and he drinks and he has frivolous sex and occasionally pretends to have a meaningful relationship or two. But he's not really going anywhere,
1: Sean. Am I gonna have to be thinking about animated horseman sex?
0: Uh, you won't have to think about it. I'll be honest with you, Sean. You you are going to see animated horseman sex. Oh, come on! (laughs) Uh, fortunately, it's I mean, in my mind, it's never played to to titillate and
1: stimulate. Uh, Though, who knows? I I don't know your taste, John. Who knows? (laughs) Look, I'll say it right now. Most uh, American animated styles don't do much for me. I... I especially not when they have horse heads. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no
0: that that that's that's very fair. So yeah, Bojack he's just a, a 50-year-old former sitcom uh a little bit washed up, a little bit listless in life. He has an agent and former girlfriend uh who's a cat named Princess Carolyn, right? Uh hold and on, he also Hold on, hold on. Hold
1: pump the hold, brakes. Yeah. The horse man is dating a cat girl? Uh yeah, there are I... all sorts of
0: anthropomorphized animals. Sean, you should be used to it. You have anime for this shit.
1: Okay. Uh, and he also uh, has follow follow-up question. <laughs> yes, yes. Are there normal humans in this show?
0: Well, I'm glad you asked, Sean, because uh, Bojack also has a, a freeloading roommate named Todd. Todd, he's just a regular dude. Uh, he, he's a nice chill stoner, goes on wacky adventures. He's been in Bojack's house. He, he just went to a party at Bojack's house and never left. So he's he's a nice 20-something uh, human boy, uh, just just chilling around, uh, doesn't pay rent or anything. Uh, he's also trying to figure out what life is, but in a much more freestyle spirited optimistic kind of way right some other uh important characters uh eventually bojack he he's in the process of of writing his story all right his great autobiography uh and he, he has a great deal with penguin publishing and uh which is run <laughs> by penguins <laughs> Uh, they they I'll tell you right now, Sean, you're, you're a man who loves puns. Good God. There are so many puns in this show. I'd be very uh, disappointed both, if there weren't. Both, both overt and also just background details. Like they won't say the pun. They will just have the pun off in the background and let you piece it together. Uh, I but, mean,
1: as soon as you said Penguin Publishing, I was like, oh, it's going to be actual penguins and I'm going to love that. Hell yeah, brother. Uh, but Bojack,
0: um, Sean, have, have you ever tried to, uh, to write something, but then just somehow you just don't. <laughs> You just don't. You 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 should. You're gonna. Definitely gonna. But then you just
1: don't. Uh, I promise I'm working on the fanfictions, <laughs> Remington. You don't need to be so pointed with your accusations. <laughs> so,
0: BoJack is also in this exact position, right? He has been very bad at writing. So eventually, uh, Penguin Publishing is like, fuck it, we're gonna get you a ghostwriter. All right, we're gonna get you a ghostwriter. Uh, and it's gonna is be Is it an actual ghost? No, it's not. There don't be oh.
1: fucking ridiculous. What's supernatural
0: nonsense? you am sorry. Fuck?
1: I'm sorry. I just thought the penguins get would get the horse a ghost. I'm sorry. I, I, I'm sorry that I stepped into macroway podcast territory. Let's just, <laughs> let's just get back
0: on track. No. So uh the ghostwriter is Diane. And Bojack, uh, he he's immediately a bit interested in Diane. Uh she just- And seems what is like, Diane? Uh oh, she's just a uh, person, a normal human. Um uh, and hmm. so hmm. so he's interested. Uh he throws a party, Diane shows up, he's like, great. Uh, but then, as it turns out, Diane unfortunately for him, has a boyfriend, Sean, and that boyfriend is
1: Mr. Peanut Butter. <laughs> now... <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Pe- Please tell me he is just a normal fucking human. Uh oh, no, he, he is a golden retriever, Sean. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> next
0: best thing. Uh, next and he was thing. he was a former sitcom rival of BoJack Horseman. Like he he had uh he had a sitcom at the same time as horsing around that was basically horsing around, but like trying to be cooler. Uh. Oh, and, and so, okay. so that complicates things. And and Mr. Peanut Butter, he's always just like so optimistic and happy and successful. God damn it, he's he's the foil of Bojack. And so w- this so is story is like
1: a Tim Allen versus George Lopez thing, or
0: sure, yeah, you you can view it that way. And uh, and I so th- those are
1: just two this... sitcom people. I don't know if they actually have any kind of <laughs> I, my pop culture senses are throwing Bob and... Saget in there, and then they'll all tussle. Uh...
0: Uh, But but Uh. that, that gives you a broad framework of different characters, and you'll meet plenty more, Sean. But here's the thing. When BoJack Horseman was first released... It wasn't that liked, Sean. Because here's the thing. I think BoJack Horseman is probably my favorite show of all time. But the first few episodes, they're not bad. But I don't think that BoJack Horseman passes the three-episode test. The first three episodes Uh are okay, but they play it off as a very mundane comedy that you've seen a million times. So it's like, okay, sure, this is fine, but it's not different or interesting yet. The next three or so episodes, they start to show a little bit more, some promise, some potential. Uh and then the rest mm. of season one knocks it out of the ballpark. Uh to give you a, a frame of reference, let's go
1: to Rotten Tomatoes, Sean. Okay. Season one the, it, wait, uh, doesn't have a, it does it not have a malpage?
0: Uh, no, yeah, unfortunately there's there's no malpage for Bojack Horseman. Uh, a
1: shame.
0: <laughs> uh but season one, um it caused a lot of people to give up early on, uh give up in the first few episodes, and it only has a sixty nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes, which isn't the worst. It's Still fine. Honestly,
1: I'd say it's quite nice.
0: Yeah, uh, hey, hey, but But I don't think it's representative, as you can see, because season two has 100%, season three has 100%, season four, 97%, season five, 98%, season six, 96%. It is insanely well beloved after that. Genuinely, after the first, like, I would say, four episodes. The show is amazing, but those first four episodes don't depict what I adore about this show. And so, obviously, the corollary of this sh- is, Sean, I can't have you just watch a few episodes.
1: Oh, no. Oh, no. No! So, no, the no, good no. news
0: is that this is something I love, and I unironically think that you will like it, too. The bad news is I need you to watch the first season, Sean. <laughs>
1: Oh, good. Good. Wonderful. Uh, uh, I but get Sean. To, uh, I get Sean, nihilistic, self-deprecating stuff for at least fucking six hours. This should be fun. But, but Sean, here's the thing. I, 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 I'm willing
0: to make a wager. I'm willing to make a bet on BoJack Horseman. I adore it. And I think I know you well enough. I think you will really like this show as well. So I'm going to say, if you don't enjoy this show, if you don't feel the laughter or, or some emotional impact from this show after watching one season of it. Then I'm I'm gonna give you a free bullshit rule that you can redeem. Another bullshit rule bestowed unto you that you can inflict upon me for making you watch an entire season. I'm I am willing to bet on that, Sean. And you you know me well enough that that is that is some serious stakes in my
1: mind. Remington, you make the worst bets imaginable. The last time we had a bet on a show, you were the, you failed so quickly that <laughs> we missed one of your swears.
0: Yes, but this this is not Totoro, Sean. This is BoJack goddamn Horseman. It is one of the single greatest shows out there. It is so phenomenal. From the, the character work, the, the amazing voice acting, uh, especially from Will Arnett, who fucking nails it. It has a bop of an intro song. Oh shit, uh, Will Arnett's in it? Hell, w- Will Arnett is BoJack Horseman, son.
1: Oh
0: shit. The, the, the main stars, uh, you, you'll almost certainly recognize at least a few names. We got Will Arnett, Amy Sedaris, Allison Brie, Paul F. Tompkins, Aaron paul uh th- those are the ones casting as the ones that i've told you about oh. and they all they all fucking nail it sean uh oh, the, the first season probably is just like the worst season but i still think that it's an amazing season uh especially ah. after the first few episodes i genuinely think you are going to like this show so yes it- it's an april fool sean i'm taking over but i'm doing it for some good reason this time i'm actually improving for this one time i'll tell you right now your next the next April fools it's going to fucking suck but this one <laughs> this
1: one oh. right now. Oh, good. <laughs> Great. Now, I, I can't even revel in the good. I, I just have to sit with this growing fear that the next time you start asking questions at the beginning of a show, you're going to take me over and take me down to whatever the opposite of Paradise City is. Uh, <laughs> fucking... could, could, be, could be a couple weeks, could be a year and a half. Who knows? All I know is that the more polls you drop, the more likely it's going to be another random-ass wildcard thing. For all I know, you could make it happen next week. And then I would cry. I would cry <laughs> Oh, Sean, <laughs> so surely hard. I would
0: never do that. That would be a very wild card thing to do. I swear but to God, Remington. Don't focus about next week. Focus on this week on BoJack Horseman watching season one of six. And I should mention those six seasons, that's all there is. They they officially ended it. They didn't keep it going forever. This is a show that actually has a proper definitive end, which is nice. Uh, I, I think you're going to like it or you're going to break my heart. Uh, but I, I this is something I'm confident in. This is something I believe. Uh, and I, I, I think that covers just about everything you need to know. So let's jump right in and watch the entire first season of the absolutely phenomenal BoJack Horseman.
1: Oh boy.
0: God damn it. We were lost and now we're found and we're around Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. We have just finished watching the first season of the acclaimed BoJack Horseman, Sean... Uh, so, Sean, uh, you, you, you've, like, just finished watching, like, just, not right this second, but very close. <laughs>
1: uh, so how, how are you, how, how are you, how are you feeling, Sean? Is feeling the right word we want to use for this situation, Rem? Because I feel like <laughs> so- feelings... Are gonna get very complicated here in a couple of minutes.
0: <laughs> so, so here's here's the interesting thing. Um, I I've shared like my favorite thing with you, Sean, and and even though season one is the weakest, I still think that it, it's very valuable. So, it, you could be leading into either um your you being emotionally destroyed a little bit or uh, about to emotionally destroy me, and and it's it's an interesting position to to, to be in with, with that as a a possibility. Uh, but
1: before yeah. we jump in, obviously there's gonna be Spoilers for the first season of BoJack. Which, uh, by the way, uh, when I jumped into this, I did not think BoJack Horseman would be a show where spoilers were, uh, you know, necessary. You know, I thought it was going to be like, you know, different, uh, your cool American slice of life thing with a lot of uh, oppression flavor thrown in. And, you know, it'd be almost uh, you know, like, episodic, as it were. But no, no, it's actually a full, continuous story, which surprised me.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, it is a continuous narrative. There will be little side stories, and, like, obviously every episode has its own thing going on. But very much so, the overarching narrative is... Uh, the thing And and so with that You know uh, I, I figure we, we can just jump into it Cover the episodes Broadly speaking In order Unless there's another way You'd like to handle
1: it Sean I mean uh, Broad We're gonna have to be Really fucking broad here Because if you're gonna watch Bojack Horseman You really shouldn't be listening To this part of the episode Yeah because... m- Might I
0: just say uh, uh, Regardless of what Sean is going to end up saying uh, I, I've laid my cards Out on the table This is probably My favorite show Of all time I would so strongly Recommend anybody Watch the first season uh to to see how you feel about it uh well, you're gonna I, feel like, things
1: that's for certain
0: <laughs> yes yes uh so we'll we'll see if sean agrees but yeah spoiler warning like just watch it before listening please dear god oh fuck oh dear god uh so with that let, let's start out with with episode one so episode one it, it opens up and we actually start off uh the the season with with an interview an interview with, with bo Jackson, and what he's been up to you know and and a little bit about horsing around and this this frames the show very nicely, I think, uh, Bojack talks about how, you know, sometimes you just want to watch a show about good, likable people who love each other, and, and after a, a hard day, no matter what happens, you know that after 30 minutes, it'll all be okay, and, you know, I think that's just a, a great way to frame
1: what we're about to explore, don't you, Sean? Uh, you, in a way, you're correct, because... <laughs> What that first episode did was set up the entire premise for the show and how it was not gonna be like that. Yeah,
0: in many ways, Bojack is is an anti-sitcom in, in every way.
1: <laughs> yeah, which explains why you like the show so much, Rem. It reminds me of that uh, Australian com- comedy group that you really enjoy. Uh, what are they called again? Ah, uh... Uh, you're, you're talking about
0: uh, Auntie Donna, which yes. is, is great. A uh, oh, great absurdist comedy. Auntie Donna, absolutely fantastic. And there's definitely a lot of uh, absurdist tendencies in Bojack as well. They embrace it. It's not just mindless random bullshit. It's very... Very well thought out absurdity.
1: Yeah, no, it's... When I first jumped into it, Rem, I'll be honest. I thought I was going to get, like, a uh, family guy experience with an actual writing team.
0: Uh, (laughs) And and I I would argue, for the first, like... Three episodes? That's more
1: or less what you're getting. Exactly, exactly. Which is why, uh, definitely, I don't think it passes the three episode test. Uh, yeah, I first three all episodes, three episodes. They're, they're
0: fine, but they're nothing special. The first three episodes.
1: Yeah, I, I I jumped into it and watched all three episodes at once. uh This would soon be the downfall of me, uh, <laughs> deciding to binge the series in bursts rather than just spacing it out over the week. Yep, uh, yep. Th- By the way, for a company that likes to binge things, like make content that is like, hey, a new season of this just came out, why don't we uh, make a day and binge everything? Do not do that with BoJack Horseman, or else you (laughs) will cry. And yeah, I, like I, I a, will say, uh, continue. And not like a, a heartfelt, emotional cry, like, you know, like watching a Weathering With You or a uh, <laughs> uh, Your Name or fucking Les Miserables, for Christ's sake. It's more like a, uh, oh, oh, I'm the horse. Oh, no, I'm the horse. <laughs> why am I the horse? I did not want
0: to be the horse, but why am I the horse? uh, It's definitely, well, you know, we'll we'll explore why you're the horse, uh, and why all of us are a little bit the horse, and and including uh, all of us have a part of many other characters as well. Uh, But yeah, it it definitely it'll emotionally kick you in the balls, and it it does not give a shit about that. So, so, uh, episode one, it more or less just introduces you to all of the characters I shared in part one, and it's like, these first three episodes episodes, they they do all build to what the show is, so I don't know if I would, like, just say skip them, but it's more like, it'll get better, don't
1: worry about it. Yeah, you, uh, but you yeah, can't so- skip, you cannot skip these episodes. <laughs> yeah. Like, you would be even more lost if that was the case. Uh, no, you have to watch every single episode, just space it out, man, fuck's sake. Uh, but before <laughs> we get into where I'm, I'm still I'm still reeling, I, I I just finished it, like, yep, yep. 15, 20 minutes ago, I'm... <laughs> Fresh off. <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like, this, for those, for film buffs out there, it is reminiscent to how I felt when I first saw Requiem for a Dream. Uh, <laughs> but not as traumatizing, or possibly more traumatizing. I can't tell which at this point. Uh, I know you don't watch films, uh, Ram, but uh, if you ever want to really feel, like, horrible, Requiem for a Dream <laughs> is a good film. Watching it more I, than I, once. I, I, I don't imagine that
0: anybody who, who has like seen the advertisements or, or generally knows of Bojack Horseman and has watched Requiem for a Dream. I don't think that's the comparison they were anticipating if they have not seen BoJack Horseman. Uh,
1: <laughs> it's a fucking accurate one.
0: <laughs> I yeah, one one hundred percent But yeah, so episode one, very straightforward. Uh it just builds especially upon uh what what I mentioned in part one. He's writing a book, he needs a ghostwriter, introduce all the other characters. Uh episode two, it, episode two is uh, a pretty light-hearted episode, right? Uh, it's all about how BoJack. <laughs> BoJack has has he. He went to the grocery store and he took some muffins that uh that Neil McNeil, the Navy Seal, had, had had dibs on. He had dibs on those
1: muffins. Except and... I think we can all agree his dibs was bullshit. Like <laughs> it is. the... Like this is the wow, first time. I so Sean sympathizing hates with. the troops. <laughs> Don't you start this bullshit with me, Rem. I will cut you. My father was served in the military at one point. Uh but no, no, no. Uh it was it Oh man. So yeah, it's literally a the most realistic, unrealistic celebrity scandal I've ever watched. And I don't keep up to date with celebrity scandals because what essentially happens is he takes the, the muffins that, uh, he has dibs on by leaving them into another part of the store, which is just a dickish move to do in first place. Like, why <laughs> would you do that in the first place? Like, that part wasn't really clearly explained. I, I mean, for the sake of the joke and whatnot, but, uh, and the goof and all that and setup. But if you're the type of person who's like, hey, I'm going to buy these things, so I'm going to stick these in somewhere completely different part of the store and come back for them later, uh, you're an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, yeah, unattri- then, so Bo- Bojack, uh, Bojack, obviously he, he,
0: he you are in agreement with him. Uh, Bojack yes. thinks it's sort of bullshit. Uh, Bojack also mentions how, like, he, he essentially talks about the military not being inherently heroic just by being military, blah, blah, blah. And, and in a way, this episode is a more lighthearted microcosm of a lot of what's going to happen in the future, where a lot of times you can see Bojack's point, right? And this will apply to other characters as well. You can totally see their point and you're like, yeah, but the way that it is then
1: handled is, is not the best. (laughs) Uh, that is the understatement of a (laughs) century. (laughs) Because not only does it turn into a scandal where they have, where he has to apologize on TV, uh, he also uses it as an excuse to uh, view his op- his actual opinion while quote unquote apologizing, and then it just kind of gets written off because Mr. Peanut Butter, God damn it, Mr. Peanut Butter uh, has <laughs> oh, a bucket and, and, on his head.
0: and we'll definitely uh, we'll we'll get into more of Mr. Peanut Butter. Uh, in, in a bit, you know, we can talk about him a little bit now. So Mr. Peanut Butter, he I mentioned he he's like the foil to BoJack, especially in season one. What what I've always found interesting about Season one, when you are introduced to Mr. Peanut Butter, uh, uh, my first impression was that Mr. Peanut Butter was actually going to be a, a really arrogant asshole. And while while he's definitely full of himself to a certain extent. Asshole definitely, at least not directly, applies. He, he that doesn't have malicious intent. He's more just
1: oblivious. He's a dog. I mean, he's a goddamn dog yeah.
0: in every way.
1: <laughs> he, you know what he is, Remington? He's fucking Subaru from ReZero. <laughs> That's exactly what he is. <laughs> Because he's not malicious, right? Yeah. But and he has good intent, it seems, for the most part, except for a few instances where he definitely did not have good intent. Uh, but he's also a colossal dumbass who causes problems for people around him. Uh, but then again, that could also be applied to BoJack. Uh, but hey, guess what? <laughs> it, they're it's very they're true. they're opposites of the same character, which is
0: oh, yeah. that's
1: that's another can <laughs> of worms that I I'll have to unpack. But yeah, 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 yeah. It, let, let's Butter. transition to uh <sighs> to episode three. Uh, episode also, three entitled handled- oh yeah question this is. Is a deep lore question that I need you to answer for me. <laughs> I, I will try my best. What's Mr. Peanut Butter's full name? Uh, Mr. Peanut Butter is his first name, Mister, or yeah. his first name is Mister. Yeah, of and course. His last name is Peanut Butter. Okay. Yeah, they've That's said it. Cool. They've said it
0: many times. I assumed you would have picked
1: up I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean like in, in anime in japanese culture usually you add like a honorific like a mister or a san or a senpai <laughs> or whatever to denote a specific person so forgive me for being lost in this american yeah stuff no yeah no
0: well not just american this isn't uh this is more just dog uh this is the dog's naming convention you know yes. um don't worry there you'll if, if you continue watching you'll you'll see his family and their names as well but uh, but oh let, God, let's get into more of them oh no there's more <laughs> of, course. of them uh, so, episode three, uh, entitled Prickly Muffin, introduces us to uh, a new character, Sarah Lynn. Uh, okay, would would you like to where tell the us? This show
1: gets really fucked up. Uh, <laughs> yeah, a little bit. This yeah. is kind of fucked up to begin with, right, Rem? Uh, but this, this third episode is where I started to realize oh no, I know what I'm about to get into. And Shit, if it goes dark. right. <laughs> yeah, if it goes where I think it's gonna go, I'm a not a gonna be a very happy boy.
0: So so would you like to share uh, who Sarah Lynn is or would you like me to do that,
1: Sean? Oh, I can do that. It's easy enough. All right, I mean, go, the, go ahead. The lore, I, I, I'm not an expert in BoJack lore. <laughs> uh, are quite the opposite, in fact. But I feel like I was able to gather this much. Uh, Sarah Lynn was one of the young daughters that uh, BoJack adopted in his TV show, and Around. Uh, the youngest one who uh, BoJack uh, was, I don't want to say grooming, Uh, because grooming is not the right word. Uh, like
0: for show business in, in the show, he was grooming like for show business, but not necessarily
1: for more with a strong asterisk as we're about to talk about yeah, because, oh, he gave some advice about the showbiz world, but also incredibly fucked her up in the process, and we get like a time lapse of where she is now, and can I just say I don't know much about celebrities, but is Lindsay Lohan an acceptable reference here? Oh yeah, one, like
0: uh, Sarah Lynn fills that sort of like Lindsay Lohan, Britney Spears type role of uh, famous when young, and then turning into an Uber star, and then their life sort of goes off the rails, and there's lots of pairs. Parallels to be drawn between Sarah Lynn and BoJack, right? Um, and yeah. how fame has has corrupted them in in a lot of ways. Uh, but now, now Sarah Lynn, she she's no longer uh, that cute kid from horsing around. Now she is a famous pop star, uh, l- sort of like a Kesha t- style pop star. Um, who, who's yeah, discovering her sexuality or even it's a little bit past that because she was that in her prime, but now it's even past her quote unquote prime. Uh, like, Oh God, she's in her early thirties or something. Uh, so even though so, like she's still very young, especially compared to Pojack, uh, she's past her pop star prime.
1: I mean, 30 isn't that old, but you know, what do I know? What do I know?
0: You, you, you don't know, uh, Hollywood or, uh, how that changes us uh, later. But, yeah, and so, uh, what, what exactly happens in, in episode three, Sean? You, you mentioned it, it got decently fucked up. Obviously, Sarah Lynn comes back in into Bojack's life. All right, so that's a nice, uh, th- okay. th- they're
1: reconnecting. All right, so what ends up happening is, uh, Sarah Lynn comes back into life because Bojack is emotionally distraught. And I'll, I'll tell you right now, every single episode starts with, uh, Bojack Horseman's, uh, emotional, uh, issues because he immediately <laughs> causes a problem, uh, for himself and all those around them. And, uh, Uh, the episode is usually him trying to fix it and I say him trying to fix it more like everybody around him trying to fix it and maybe (laughs) it'll get fixed at the end maybe it won't maybe things will just get worse it's very complicated but essentially what happens is runs into Sarah Lynn Sarah Lynn uh, is severely addicted to medication Uh, and I say medication I mean everything from cocaine (laughs) to heroin to fucking like oxygen like whatever's around if you has a table drug on it then you could (laughs) imagine that she's gonna try snort, sniff, or swallow it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Which is bad. Uh, and it, he tries to send her to rehab, you know, as you would do if you were concerned about your friends and family. Uh, but she's yeah. like, nah, rehab's for suckers. I like drugs. Uh, <laughs> and he offers to take care of her instead, which essentially just leads to her squatting in his apartment and inviting a shit ton of lemurs yep, to party yep. nonstop, 24-7. Uh, I have a question about this episode, Rem. Of course. Why lemurs? <laughs> uh, well, for, you
0: know, uh, from my deep lore, zoological research uh, they do like to move it
1: move it okay listen here (laughs) listen here I know this. This came out in 2014, but you do not. <laughs> yeah, that
0: was outdated for even then. I'll, I'll admit, uh, yeah. but it was a good one. Uh, but yeah, so uh, th- then their their relation. So Bojack, he tries to do a good thing, uh, but doesn't fight back too too hard when uh, when Sarah Lynn denies that, and uh, their their relationship takes a, a bit of a turn. I would say.
1: Yeah, which brings me to my second question, Rem. Uh, yep. This is probably the biggest re- uh, question I have about the whole series. One that I has actually kept me awake at night, because I don't know the answer, and I'm not sure I want to know the answer. Uh, how do babies (laughs) make... How do babies make him bo- BoJack Horseman, Mr. Remington? Because, real talk, uh, animals are a thing, but they're not a thing, and it seems like—I'm beating around the bush here. Basically, BoJack Horseman uh, bones down with his uh, childhood star <laughs> that he's known since she was, like, 9 or 12 or whatever, which is all kinds of fucked up and makes the grooming statement seem a lot more reasonable. Uh, But the the follow-up question is— a whole connection. He has an ex-girlfriend, right? That's a cat, right? And he's a horse, yep. very clearly. Uh, yep. And the cat wanted to have children. Yep. What would have happened if Bojack Horseman was a good person and actually committed and actually tried to have children with the cat? Princess, whatever uh, her name is. P-
0: princess Carolyn, yeah. So, uh, yeah. broadly speaking, uh, from- Is it from Pokemon
1: what... rules? Is it Pokemon rules? Like, whichever <laughs> is the female gender ha- will be uh, the offspring?
0: Uh, not, not quite. From, from what we've gathered, uh, th- there's nothing like, no- hard canon of this to my knowledge but from what oh, we've seen <laughs> hey from what we've seen uh, essentially it's just like one trait so they have a 50-50 percent chance of in this case they would either be a, a cat or a horse child right uh, so that's broadly
1: speaking how it is okay okay and I'm gonna I'm gonna do a little jumping around because I have other questions yeah, uh, later on there's a family we see uh, and everybody in this family is human except for one goat where did the yep. goat come from where did the goat come from remington and why is that there and why does it uh, have a boston accent
0: first of all uh not a go i think you're talking about the sheep the black sheep of the family uh. <laughs> oh god damn it how'd i miss that one
1: uh, but
0: uh you know i mean adoption is still a thing or may- maybe some really
1: wacky recessive adopted.
0: genes i, that I could don't know. definitely I don't have know. been
1: the case but still like if that was a-, a joke and i missed it then that's my bad but if it wasn't go come from <laughs> I, I, I
0: assume adoption, but, you know. Uh, okay, okay, but, yeah.
1: But, yeah, So no, after... So now, after oh, continue. After boning down, uh, which, by the way, Ron, this is our third week in a row where we've had gratuitous sex and or <laughs> masturbation in a show. I don't want to go four weeks in a row.
0: Hey, hey, I would argue that BoJack has the least gratuitous uh, sex. And also, it, I can't remember a time where it's focused on you being like, oh, yeah, they are fucking good. Like, <laughs> definitely... Uh, at least with bojack that is definitely uh not meant to titillate in any way uh no no I hope. no because
1: the show is hideous by the way i will say that but i that's on <laughs> purpose so it's not really a point yeah. against it
0: yeah it, it's a, it's uh a, an art style you definitely get used to it as you watch but it can be a bit jarring
1: initially yeah it it, it ain't great uh, motion tweens are definitely a form of animation, but it's not one that should be used regularly. At any rate, <laughs> yeah. uh, yeah, so, so yeah, that, my baby oh, good, questions are weird, but after, after the prickly muffin scenario, eventually she gets kicked out because reasons and goes to rehab, but probably doesn't actually go to rehab because she shows up later on and whatever, and it doesn't matter. But that, <laughs> things get dark, very dark, lots of drugs, lots of sadness. Uh, yep. So amazingly, like within those first three
0: episodes, I think more than anything, those three episodes, it's like a, you could, you could be forgiven if you were like, okay, this is a comedy that seems to get pretty dark at times and uh, attempts to cross some lines. And like, if that was your only impression, I can understand that. Episodes four through six, I would define these next episodes as like the transitionary episodes. They're not quite fully BoJack yet, but they are on their way to becoming BoJack. And then the latter half of season one and everything past that is tried and true BoJack. Uh, episode four, uh, episode four. it it primarily is about Todd. Todd, he, he, the, the good old, uh, roommate, uh, the bum roommate, he
1: is, is writing a rock opera. He's the best character in the show, mostly because he's the least shitty, I think, next to, (laughs) next to Diane.
0: Yeah, yeah, it, it it definitely helps. He, he's, he's a, a bundle of optimism and, and misadventure. And so he's, he's writing a a rock opera, right? And, uh, and, and there's some stuff about like Diane's ex writing an article about Mr. Peanut butter as well, but primarily
1: we're doing the rock opera
0: and uh, initially initially, Bojack isn't su- super supportive
1: of this. Um, well, no, because Bojack isn't supportive of anything that doesn't involve him. <laughs> Uh, Yes. Fuck. It's very, very unfortunate. And the whole episode is essentially uh, Bojack uh, denying it at first, but then after some convincing by Diane, which Diane is like the only, the closest thing to a good person in this show, uh, which I feel like is her point. Uh, After some talking convinces, yeah, and some weird psychology convinces uh, him to have, uh, to support uh, Todd. uh, And 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 amazingly,
0: once, once Bojack starts supporting Todd, there's significant progress being made and th- an actual uh, an actual professional producer it starts to show some interest we-, we get to see some some really nice moments from bojack him and todd's friendship uh things seem like they're gonna work out
1: until bojack uh, is gets self-centered again and completely ruins everything including hiring fucking actors to <laughs> sabotage <laughs> everything he was worked hard for which by the way holy shit that's fucked up he didn't have yeah, to do so- that that's all that's maximum effort for maximum shittery so uh bojack essentially uh todd
0: is is addicted to certain video games and so uh bojack creates this scheme where instead of todd going to perform this this grand rock opera and and get his real shot at producing it properly um he he hires character actress Margot martindale uh <laughs> played of course by character actress Margot martindale
1: and and yeah, there's there's a couple of those in this show, and I do appreciate them when they show up because that, that's a good settle pun. You will
0: see character actress Margot Martindale again. Uh she's great. Uh I but wish yeah, I, did. <laughs> I, <wish> I did. <laughs> along along with, with her assistance, he gets Todd addicted to this game. And initially, um the the way the episode is presented, it, it seems like Bojack is opposed to this before we realize that he was behind it all along. Uh and oh no, we thought this was a wholesome episode and that Bojack... Jack was doing okay until it definitely wasn't.
1: Yep, because why, why why have a good happy story, Rem? Why why would you I, do I, that to yourself?
0: I, I think episode four is the first one that really shows not just that the show is willing to get dark, but that it's willing to fuck with your emotions properly, right? Because the previous episodes, it's gotten a little bit dark humory, right? But you could still feel like it's still a comedy that just pokes d- the darkness sometimes. This is the first one that actually, hey, these characters, they're they're going to get Fucked with, and you're gonna grow attached to them, and then bad things happen. Uh, which, which you know, it, it's oh boy. <laughs> uh, the next episode, episode five. Uh, we, we get to learn a bit more about Diane and her family.
1: Yes, yes, the Bo- the Boston family. Uh, where they go because Diane's father, uh, you know, keels over, and her family wants her to come over and help things. Uh, except uh, her family is like the worst. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the so worst. What,
0: what but this is good for uh especially uh emphasize later but uh, Bojack he he of course had a, a rough upbringing uh that's that's been mentioned uh up till now and now we also see diane's family life which, which a bit so we get some uh comparisons and contrasts between those we also get a flesh out Diane a little bit more because up uh-huh. till now we, we've seen a bit of her and, and she started to be explored but now we we get to actually see her much more humanely than previously yeah, and see what yeah. she has to put up with
1: yeah it's no, it's no coincidence that she's the ghostwriter because she also is a different side of the BoJack coin, whereas she also had a really, really shitty upbringing, but she actually puts in the effort to make her, uh, herself something and to get away from her shitty family and whatnot. Uh, what I'm trying to say is, Remington, uh, how closely do you feel like you're connected to Diane? <laughs> Well, you—you've you,
0: alluded to you being Bojack. Now you've alluded to me being uh, Diane. Sean, are you—are you implying that that you want to steal me away from my significant other? Is—is uh, is that? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I would do that except for the part where she is small feisty and very very willing to sacrifice me to satan. But that applies to my significant other
0: and you know maybe to Diane too. Uh but uh, and it. along with along with episode 5 so we, we get that dynamic and uh Diane and Bojack they start getting closer. Meanwhile, uh Todd and Princess Carolyn uh they capitalize uh on on an opportunity and they turn Bojack's house as he's away uh into a fake tour of
1: uh of celebrity David Boreanaz's house. Yes, who I Uh, actually really enjoyed as an actor. I don't know what he's done lately. (laughs) But I loved watching him in Bones. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so you
0: see, and so you know, they they tour, uh, they, they they create this entire scheme, make a ton of money. Um, Todd ends up getting uh, arrested for for all of it, because uh, shit goes south fast.
1: Yeah. Uh, oh, he was also Buffy, by the. Th- uh, no, wa- <laughs> oh, no, he was. Wow. He was not Buffy. He wasn't. <laughs> I didn't know Boreanaz had that kind of range. Oh, he's a very good actor. No, no, he was Angel in Buffy. My bad. Um. <laughs> This is so good uh, episode I lo- five I would love to see a reboot where uh he it portrays Buffy and uh <laughs> that would be I, I I support it uh but yeah episode
0: five uh pretty pretty straightforward episode build some more of those relationships which are really central to the show uh episode six uh we, we get some more uh relationship shenanigans uh because so far up up till now it's been very heavily shown that Bojack is really into Diane uh yep. he Diane for him she she, she understands him. She's reasonable. She's smart. Uh, she's attractive. But of course, she's dating Mr. Peanut Butter, uh, Bojack's Which, again, rival. Again,
1: that's a mental image I don't want to think about. Uh. <laughs> Just from a logistics standpoint. Uh, you certainly
0: don't need to, Sean. Um, do we see them have sex in the future? Maybe. Who knows? Don't worry oh, about it.
1: <laughs> who know? I
0: said, who knows? It's up in the air, Sean. Uh, uh, I don't want to see anything up in the air. <laughs> but so so this episode uh, really explores that theme because you, you have uh, Bojack. Uh, he gets drunk, as he often does. Um, he's never uh, really not drunk. He's always a little bit drunk, at least. And, you know as you do when you're drunk he makes some some bold mistakes Namely, mm. he steals the letter D from the Hollywood sign, which is a is a bold move. Yes. Uh, and
1: I will say, my favorite joke in that entire episode is the fact that it's no longer called Hollywood. It's just always Hollywoo.
0: Yeah. Uh, uh and that that will that will continue. That is a running theme, Sean. Uh th- yep. they 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 are in Hollywoo. moving forward in like the next season, for example, it stays Hollywoo. Uh yep. it's it, it really good stuff. But uh Bojack, he he's in a bit of, of a crisis uh this could cause a lot of problems uh both between him and diane but also like legally
1: fortunately yeah, no kidding because i mean you don't really steal a i don't know a national monument uh just because <laughs> you were really drunk and you wanted to impress somebody else's girlfriend
0: yeah, it, it was uh, it should be pointed out, all of this was just to one up uh like a d i think it was a necklace with a d, with on, a it, d that, on it on yes that mr it peanut butter had gotten d diane
1: yeah so he wanted to get an even bigger one uh, uh get got that the d. d
0: around <laughs> So, uh, it turns out he was the biggest D around. Uh, but he needs assistance, and, you know, sometimes assistance comes from the least likely of places. Uh, the assistance for Bojack comes in the form of Mr. Peanut Butter.
1: Yep, 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 yep. And at first it seems like it's gonna be a really interesting episode where they actually, you know, get closer together as friends and try and figure out, uh, you know, how to solve this problem as well as, you know, reconcile their feelings about, uh, how Diane goes. But then you remember this is fucking Bojack Horseman, and that's not how this goes at all. There's a lot of fighting and, uh, conversations, and then at the very end, the very end, uh, they're talking about how he, Mr. Peanut Butter basically always copies what Bojack does and just succeeds, uh, because he's a more happy, genuine person, uh, and Mr. Peanut Butter does the biggest dick thing on the face of the planet, uh, for, first time for his character, really, uh, in case you wanted to actually find him to be a truly enjoyable, decent person, uh, uh, he he steals the d and does exactly what Bo- drunk bojack was going to do to diane and makes it into a huge celebrity spotlight thing and gets a lot of press and positive feedback and all that jazz Yes. Yeah. so so he he does he does
0: sincerely help bojack and get bojack out of trouble uh he he does just then tilt it into a favorable f- version for him and his reality show. Uh, and interestingly, um it's it's this this grand gesture, uh it's shown to not really work. Diane, Diane feels a little bit uncomfortable about the whole thing.
1: Uh I mean all I the cameras, all the lights. If somebody offered me a giant D as well, I'll be quite honest. <laughs> uh really meanwhile also prepared for that
0: <laughs> also in this episode you have uh Todd he's in prison after the Boreanis scam. Uh and you you have some nice bits about uh you y- you know that that old trope about who are you going to prom with well you go to prom with both of the both girls and you just like run around the entire night before you're caught you have that but instead of Prom and uh, and dates. You have prison gangs.
1: Yeah, yeah. You got your choice between the Aryans and the fucking Latin kings, which yes. is very interesting and very funny. But also, Jesus Christ, he—they made him bite a curb at the end, which is very dark, <laughs> very yeah. dark. Because uh, nobody likes to be cheated on.
0: A fun, yeah. Uh, even gangs, especially gangs.
1: Uh, I but, would say especially uh, ta- gangs. The, the, None of my the, exes have made me try to bite a curb. <laughs> <laughs> Granted, I uh, haven't cheated on any of them, but the the points yeah. still stand.
0: Todd has to like get some tattoos uh f- for the different gangs' tattoos, which he will forever have. I mean, tattoos, they're permanent, and now Todd has some permanent tattoos Yeah, forever. I have noticed that. Uh, and, like, that, that's one thing that's really nice about this show is the continuity, especially back in 2014. We, it's become a bit more common since then, uh, but especially around 2014, it was even more notable than it is now. Continuity is very strong in BoJack, to the point where the communities and the BoJack fans will constantly be... Like on rewatching, they'll be like, oh shit, this thing I didn't even realize has been a part all along. Uh, And Sean, you'll eventually have those uh, moments.
1: It's the Futurama continuity. Yeah, Uh, so now oh, keep going. Yeah, because I mean, that's what uh, uh, happened a lot in Futurama because every time you go back and see the flashback fry getting frozen, uh, you'll see a lot of the new weird shit going down uh, when it's presented from a different angle. I I love it when cartoons are willing to have that kind of linear continuity. It's very good. uh, 100 percent. So uh, now that covers the first half
0: of this season. I've already stated this first half of the season is is building up, right? Uh, and in fact, there were quite a few review sites who had a rule that they would watch like five or six episodes of a show, right? Hey, before reviewing familiar. it. They, they actually had to change their review. Like most famously, I think it was IndieWire had to change its reviewing policy just for BoJack Horseman uh, because having just six episodes... Wasn't good enough. Because by now you have a good idea of what Bojack is, but th- it's the second half that you really start to feel it. And I, I think that... I don't uh, want to feel seven... it though, Rem. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> episode 7 is is a really good transition into that. Uh, because while, while Bojack is... Uh, fucking himself up. Episode seven is primarily a Princess Carolyn episode. Uh, yes. So Princess Carolyn, we, we've seen a bit of, she's she's Bojack's agent and ex-girlfriend, right? Um, that There's been some some tension between them with the, the question about their relationship. But now we finally get to explore who Princess Carolyn is. And this episode uh, makes her a lot more sympathetic. And it, boy, oh boy, it's a, it's a Bojack Horseman episode. Let me point it that way. Uh, so
1: yeah, without getting into too much detail, Uh, the Cliff Notes version is Bojack goes on a bender, uh, does a lot of really stupid stuff. Uh, Carolyn has so much shit going on at work where she almost loses her job and everything that she's worked her entire life for. Almost gets back into a relationship with Bojack until Bojack kind of comes off his bender and does some more stupid shit which leads into other episodes and by the end of this episode I just thought to myself oh no, I'm going to hate finishing this series. This is going to be rough. Oh no. Yeah, and and the Uh... ending of of episode
0: 7 is like the, we, we've had dark and, and gut punching moments before, but I think the ending of episode seven is the first real, oh shit ending of an episode because it, it's not crazy or intense or dramatic. The ending of this episode is just Princess Carolyn. She, she's just tried her hardest. She's done, put in a lot of work. She's at the agency late at night, all alone. And sure enough, she gets an alarm that it's her 40th birthday. Congrats.
1: Happy to celebrate. And as someone who recently had their birthday, thanks for that, (laughs) Rim. I mean, I may not be 40, but fuck, I still felt it.
0: It's it's definitely nice. Uh, a nice just reminder of our impending mortality. But what what episode seven does is it shows Princess Carolyn as hardworking, uh, very efficient in a lot of ways. She gives a lot of effort to a lot of other people and doesn't get a, a whole lot back in many ways, especially like emotionally.
1: No, uh, I just I, want the kitty to be happy, damn. It. I want everybody <laughs> to be happy.
0: An ongoing theme of this show is... It feels so good when any of them are genuinely happy, and it, it will have moments where people are genuinely happy, and those are so nice. They're but,
1: immediately taken away from you, though, so I don't see the point.
0: It's always temporary. Uh, let, let's move on to uh, what many say is one of the best episodes of, of season one, and uh, the episode where if you have not realized what BoJack Horseman is about, if you haven't figured out what type of show it is, episode eight, more than a- any
1: other up till now,
0: you'll Figure it fucking out.
1: Because it is also the darkest and most fucked up American show I've ever seen. So, like, uh, episode fuck. eight, titled "The The Telescope."
0: It, it, so we, we learned learn about uh, Herb Kazaz. Herb was an old friend of of Bojack's. They 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 help, Herb helped Bojack early on get into comedy. Uh, helped him get on horsing around, right? Horsing around rather. And uh and and they they just had great banter. They were together. They were bros, right? Their dynamic and their banter. You know, it, it reminds me of of a certain relationship that I might have. Um mm-hmm. you and Dylan are very close. I know. Me and Dylan always bantering. Uh <laughs> but but the dynamic between Herb and Bojack, and it's shown through uh we, we see it also through some like flashbacks as well, like their dynamic. Uh y- you can see how close they they have been previously. Unfortunately, well, it it's been a while since BoJack has Checked in on Herb, and now yeah. Herb Herb has cancer. Um, yeah, he he has ass cancer,
1: which, which of course, but holy fuck, the most y- y- insensitive kind of cancer. <laughs> uh,
0: and, and so BoJack is visiting Herb. Herb is not in good shape. Um, uh, he's visiting with with Diane, right? Um, so that she can also document stuff for the book, if possible. Um, and see this really raw relationship. And all you know, initially, initially. Things are a little cold because Herb feels that Bojack has stabbed him in the back and abandoned him but gradually through them talking they they start to fall back into their old dynamic right Diane sort of helps uh helps them banter together once they start bantering In a way, it feels like, like, just like old times, you know? And it it feels, it feels real nice.
1: Yeah, until Bojack fucks it up at the end. Like, like we've just,
0: like we've just said, uh, all happiness is temporary. So, so Bojack, um, you know, he, he tries to, to take you on, but he, he, he apologizes for betraying Herb all those years ago. And, you know, that that's perfectly reasonable, right, Sean? Yes. Um, but also reasonable is Herb's response.
1: Yep, and the worst part is, is since uh, Bojack is, you know, not willing to take no for an answer when it concerns himself, uh, they fight over it. Uh, he gets kicked out, and uh, uh-oh, somebody's not alive anymore.
0: Yeah, so uh, Herb refuses to forgive Bojack and uh, we, they, we also in this episode get the the single F-bomb of the, the season.
1: Um, yeah, I did notice that.
0: I'll tell you right now, Sean, that every season has one F-bomb. They save it, and boy do they utilize them like a motherfucker. So, yeah. yeah so, th- their relationship ends, and we're, we're unfortunately, uh, Herb is not long for this world. It, it's not great. Uh, and then, you know, as they're, as Diane and Bojack are returning home after uh, a clusterfuck of an evening, to put it nicely. Uh Bojack, he, he's torn. He, he feels like he needs something. And, and so as, as he's talking to Diane about everything, he decides that it's the perfect moment to make a move and plant one on her.
1: Oh, God. Uh, one thing I have to add here, aside from this being a colossally stupid moment, uh, which served the purpose perfectly, I don't like watching a horse face kiss a human person. Ha ha ha! It is not a good thing. It, it, yeah, it, it's uh, weird. It's weird. It, you know, yeah.
0: it, it, it definitely is weird. Don't worry, there will be plenty of weirder moments. Look, uh, I don't doubt uh, that. <laughs>
1: But yeah, so that
0: becomes awkward. She just awkwardly pushes him away and, ah, oh no. Yeah, after episode eight, you just sort of, in in other, in other shows, you'd be getting some resolution around now. But this episode just says, fuck any resolution that you can possibly have. No, Bojack just fucked up one of his
1: relationships and severely strained another one. What now? And then it just ends. Why would, why? Because, you know, that, that's what you want to feel. And then Netflix is like, hey, you want to watch that next episode? (laughs) No, Netflix. I don't want to watch that next episode, but I'm gonna because you're making me and I'm going to hate it, but I'm a gonna. (laughs) Let's get into it. And, and the nine, next uh, yeah nine, continue. episode nine uh, uh in the process of all the shenanigans going on uh Diane and mr peanut butter get engaged which is great awesome wonderful but not so good for mr Bojack horseman and because of that mr Bojack horseman is going to his uh old his his bag of tricks as it were and is trying everything in his power to sabotage the wedding like a healthy adult should uh which which is a good uh, way to set up some awesome comedy moments but where Whereas this would be a very funny, weird, interesting thing in a normal sitcom, every second you're watching him coming up with new and more absurd plans to destroy this wedding, and watch as uh, poor Todd gets closer and closer to uh, Mr. Peanut Butter uh, as he's being used as a fucking plant. Uh, the more you're just like, God, BoJack Horse, just stop, stop it, man, please, just let this. Th- this episode, <laughs> I think, really <laughs>
0: emphasizes like, cause, cause we, we, most of what people are gonna end up talking about for BoJack Horseman, uh, is like the emotionally resonant bits but i don't want to present it as like that's all there is i i think there's some really good comedy all throughout the show and like there's absurdity and such strong levity in moments and those are great moments they make the emotional moments sting that much harder because you're you're laughing with these characters and oh yeah that's real fun oh no oh fuck oh shit and yeah, the Rem, way like, the way that this show plays with your emotions favorable
1: and unfavorable oh boy Yeah let me let me let me put it to you this way Rem never in my life did I ever feel like I would watch uh anything with Wallace Shawn in it <laughs> and come out feeling like shit, because Wallace Shawn always makes me happy with whatever (laughs) he's in. <laughs> yep, yep. And, and in
0: the next episode 10, that's where we get Wallace Shawn, Uh just playing himself because uh now there's there's a movie. Uh Mr. Peanut Butter has sold the rights to to his stealing of the big letter D. Uh, and now there's a movie, Mr. Peanut Butter's Hollywoo Heist. Uh, and you know, Mr. Peanut Butter, he he got a role for BoJack on the movie, because he's a he's a friend, and BoJack uh is Playing Mr. Peanut Butter, Wallace Sean is playing Bojack, uh, which is so fucking good.
1: It's yeah, really no, like good. it was hilarious. I loved it because Wallace Sean can always make me laugh just by talking. But uh. Uh, and of course we have the director Quentin Tarantino. Oh, which I hated that. I hated. That. <laughs> Oh. Like, not from like an arachnophobics perspective, but from well, I, I suppose it is from an arachnophobics perspective. Uh, not because it scared me, but because it just made it was one of those puns that I was just like, God damn it, I hate this. Yeah, there I are a lot of those. I hate this.
0: Uh we also have this sort of uh romance within this episode between Naomi Watts, who's playing Diane, right? And so she's uh playing the leading lady alongside Bojack, who's playing the leading man. Uh they start a relationship, but it's it's sort of shown that Naomi Watts, in her mind, is just just getting into the role even off off camera is getting into the role of Diane. And in her mind off camera on camera, Diane is in love with Mr. Peanut butter, but off camera Diane for Naomi, at least is in love with Bojack Horseman, which uh, just damn, that establishes. It, it, it just blends all this fuckery into one. Uh, It's just one of those small things where it's like, Oh, Bojack's getting something nice at least for now. And it's like, Oh, not really. And also who knows what the is going on with these relationship dynamics. It's all,
1: fuck yeah no kidding no kidding and at the very end after everything's said and done uh diane leaks a chapter or two of uh the book onto fucking yeah. buzzfeed which because by the she way, was I will she say- was very well what well, well, were you uh, i will say the fact that they use buzzfeed as a punchline several <laughs> times in this series is very good but it also it's, explains it's why good. you have an obsession with buzzfeed <laughs> boat project has done this to me sean
0: uh but yeah, yeah uh, she she tried showing pojack uh the what what she had written right the prototype the the rough draft and Bojack hated it. So obviously if, if you, he, he gets angry at her and it's just like, what the fuck? And she feels bad. Cause like this, she's proud of her work. So she's like, I, I'm not going to just, throw this all away and rewrite it so she leaks it and, and who oh no so yeah. after seeing that uh Bojack understandably in this case because you know pretty fucked up to just leak a very personal book even if you're mad at someone so at the end of episode 10 uh, Bojack he fires her which
1: yeah it's harsh capable of making a good decision for himself
0: but I mean I would argue this one it, it's fucked up but it does make sense I mean she she blatantly went
1: against what she was supposed to be doing. Yeah, from a business perspective, it does make sense. Uh, like, it's something that you really should not have done, but the thing is, is they did it, and the results of it turned out to be fairly positive overall. Uh, yes, Bojack had a right to be upset, but at the same time, my god, he could only think about himself so much so that he throws away anything he remotely cares about, and I hate that so much.
0: now we get to episode 11. Uh, which uh, episode by the
1: way, eleven? Yeah, yep. Uh, that episode is titled "Downer Ending," and I just want to yep. alliterate, There's one episode after this. Yeah. Uh, so,
0: so Sean, there, there's a trend with BoJack Horseman. Um, it, it's like the eleventh episode curse. <laughs> the eleventh episode of BoJack seasons, the second to last episode. Uh, they they are some of the single best episodes on television of anything around. They also have a tendency to kick you in the balls emotionally. So
1: emotionally. we we. Uh, Fuck, man. It felt physical. I, I like. I almost asked Dylan to come into my room while I was watching it and asked him to give me a swift kick in the nards just to make sure I could still feel something.
0: So episode 11, it plays with the art style and just storytelling generally because BoJack, he is, he's very infuriated at the finished product of the book that Diane published about him. He, he doesn't like his depiction and he says, fuck it. You know what? I'm going to write my own book. I'm actually going to do it this time. Time. i'm gonna get a crack team by crack team i mean one of them is we're, we're gonna do a lot of crack on this team uh he he gets the people who he can get at this point which is sarah lynn and todd and and so he gets sarah lynn and todd they they do a bunch of drugs and attempt to rewrite uh his biography right yeah let
1: this be a listen kids never mix adderall with cocaine uh <laughs> yeah or do I'm not the boss. Uh just know that it'll probably kill you.
0: So, uh we get these hallucinations, we play with the art style quite a bit. Um we we also in in these bits, one of the most emotionally resonant parts in my mind at least is Bojack hallucinates a sort of alternate life that he could have lived, right? Uh what if what if he had gone off with his former friend Charlotte who was really close with him and Herb, right? Um what if he had just gone off with her and they just started a family uh in a on on the coast, just a cabin in the woods, had a family, and just lived a simple life instead of all this bullshit, but that's not the life that BoJack has. That's not how life even works, even if those decisions had been made.
1: Yeah. And even if it was, it's not anything he can actually have, which uh, is part (laughs) where I feel like I want to just sit down and cry because I feel horrible. Yeah. And yet there's one more episode. One more episode. And I
0: I would argue within episode 11, we haven't even touched on the most emotionally resonant part because as Bojack is struggling, uh along with these friends to write it they're going crazy uh obviously that doesn't work he wakes up from his bender and he's not in a great state he he's pretty fucked up but he he goes to a, a ghostwriter convention where where Diane is and he 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 apologizes for everything and he he pleads with her pleads with her to to tell him that he is a good person. He needs to hear that deep down he's a good person even if he fucks up, even if he makes a, so many mistakes, there's still something good there and she can't give him the response he wants. And that's how episode 11 ends.
1: Yeah, emotionally resonant if the emotion you're feeling is depression.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Finally, very finally, finally, we get to episode 12. So the book has been uh, properly published by this point. We're a few months after the fact. Uh, The book is an absolute hit. People adore it. Uh, It even wins a Golden Globe beating out some other movies, uh, which is... A, a really nice moment
1: uh, of just winning best picture as the book. And because, uh, I'll tell you right now, Rem, as soon as I got to that part, I was like, okay, how's it going to get worse? <laughs> how, how How is this emotional high going to be taken away from me like my own child that I have raised from birth? And I just had a loss in my family, so it was really rough. Uh, that loss being my PC, which just died the other day, and I'm very <laughs> sad about it.
0: Yeah. Uh, so also in in this final episode, we we learn about Bojack's idol, right? Uh, Secretariat, uh, a great racehorse who really inspired Bojack, uh, and then who tragically had had committed suicide. But there's a movie in the works being made about Secretariat, and that is the role Bojack has always dreamed
1: of playing. Which I will say, I think this is a great bit of writing because it's the the Secretariat thing started as a joke because you know he's a horse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's a horse, uh, but by the end, it's like, yes, Bojack, get that horse, uh, or rather, there, there, you're there the was horse. Also,
0: get, uh, ugh. Yeah, get the role. Uh, and yeah. and there, the reason, uh, interestingly, why they chose Diane in the first place is because she had written uh, a very popular biography of Secretariat, right? So uh, you get a lot of a lot of intermingling. But yeah, here's this icon. He's he's twice the age of Secretariat when Secretariat died. But goddammit, he thinks he can do it. And one thing I appreciate about this show is that like Bojack is is an absurd asshole and a lot of the decisions he makes is, is not great and even when you look at his acting in a sitcom it's very sitcom acting but they do allow him to actually be a good actor uh when the time comes and this episode shows that the time comes for him to be a good actor and by god he's gonna he's gonna do so uh fortunately you also have some Todd and Mr. Peanut Butter hijinks some Halloween in January uh going on which is great uh and and so you you get some nice, happy hijinks. Bojack striving for his goal. Uh, and in the end, he gets the role. Which is he great, gets the...
1: but I'll, I'm going to say it again. This whole time I was watching this, I just, the dread, Remington, the sheer amount of fear that was building up within me throughout the whole thing. Because meta knowledge can be a bit of a bitch, especially since the only thing I know about Bojack Horseman aside from what I've seen is that there are five more seasons. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. You, also the fact that it gets even more depressing as you go. Yeah,
0: and, and so the, the season ends with Bojack. We, we we get glimpses into what all of the characters are up to, what, what they're doing at the end of the season. Bojack, meanwhile, just alone, he decides to go visit the observatory, uh, the, the same place that he overlooked with Herb so many years ago and said they were going to own this place one day. He looks over it with his golden globe in hand. He just looks at it. He's told by one fan that he's his hero. And that's how it ends. That's at the end of season one.
1: And I have to say, Rem, the masochist in me wants to know what happens next. But at the same time, I don't think I can handle it. I watched the last five episodes all in a row today, Rem.
0: (laughs) Biggest fucking mistake
1: I made. I uh, Bojack. I'll I'll tell you right now,
0: Sean. Yeah. (laughs) Practically everything from here on out is much closer to the last six episodes of season one. Uh, It's not nonstop punch in the guts, though there's plenty. Um, There's great comedy, uh, amazing dialogue and puns and really well thought out scenes, while also some of the most emotional relationships and fuck ups that I've ever seen. It's rough.
1: You know, I, I had a list. Of all the cute animal puns that I thought were really funny. Yep. There were some good ones. I don't know if I have the energy to share any of them. Well, are, you know what? Just, just share, like, what
0: what one fun little animal pun uh, or little background gag, because there's plenty of those. Which which one of those did you enjoy the most, Sean? Which one did you notice and you're like, ah, that's a good one?
1: Uh, there were quite a few. One that I really enjoyed was uh, the electric eel with a stun gun. That was really <laughs> good. That made me yeah. laugh. Yep, yep. Uh, I also like the, uh, the, the maggot funeral director. Who doesn't walk but slithers away. That, that's good. That's pretty good. Yeah, they, like they have all
0: sorts kind of those. Of what and what's nice, uh, sometimes they'll be blatant about it and they'll point it out. Sometimes they'll just have something on in the background or or let you pe- put the pieces together. Uh it but you know, Sean, we we've talked all about this, right? We we've talked about now every single episode of season one. We we know that it's emotionally destroyed you, Sean, but I need to know for for me, I've argued that even though the first season isn't perfectly representative, it's still good enough and especially the last few episodes of showing why BoJack Horseman is my favorite show. But what are your overall thoughts on BoJack Horseman, Sean?
1: Oh, fuck, Ram. Usually when it comes to media, uh, excluding anime, of course, you and I are usually two of the same mind. Every time we've gone to a film together, every time we've watched a TV show together, basically every time we've watched anything outside of anime, we have agreed. Like, it is, it's part of the reason we're such good friends is the fact that no matter our differences, we can almost always agree on the majority of content we consume. 100%. Uh, with, a few, with a few exceptions here and there. And I, I will say this. I think BoJack Horseman is very well written. Like, it is surprisingly well written. Like, after the first three episodes, you can really start to see where all the thought was put into the show. And I can't really say heart, because heart would indicate <laughs> positive emotions. The, the sheer amount of cynicism in this show is intoxicating. Once you start watching it, you have a hard time distracting yourself from it uh, because it's- But hey, Sean,
0: what about all of the uh, the highlight absurdity, the the silly wacky comedy bits, the the bunch of puns and the
1: background gags? Rem, you do realize, (laughs) I think you realize better than most that those puns and jokes- the only thing they're there to do is highlight how fucked up everything is. Yeah. That brief second of levity... Uh- no matter how brief to get a little <laughs> a little snort of air out the nose it's just to highlight how horribly fucked up everything in the show in this world is, in these people's lives in your life. We are the horse, Remington. I don't like <laughs> the fact that we're the horse, but we're the horse. Sometimes we're not always the horse. Sometimes we're the stoner friend sometimes we're the kitty agent. Sometimes we are the author who is just trying to do her best for what she enjoys. Sometimes we're a fucking stupid ass dog but no matter what the case is, the whole purpose of the show is to highlight the ugliest parts of humanity, and I hate that, but at the same time, it's something that needs to be brought forth from time to time, and I will say this right now, Ram: I do not think I like this show, simply due to the <laughs> fact that it hurts me so fucking much, because of how well-written it is, and how accurate it is to a lot of things, and how much it makes me reflect on myself, and I don't know if I can ever recommend people watch it, but i I know for a fact that if you're the kind of person that can actually sit down and watch everything, you are going to find the value in this show and it's going to resonate with you very clearly while all the while it's ripping your guts out and stomping on them and, oh, yo, hey, you like puppies? Well, guess what? This puppy is a slightly narcissistic asshole who steals property as well as causes problems for his friends, but is also trying his best because he genuinely believes in the good things he's doing, but he's that's because he's a fucking person and not an actual puppy and I fucking hate it and- <laughs> Yeah Alright, so
0: so before I ask the, the very final question, uh I, I'm just going to also ask, uh moving forward, in, in uh in future seasons of BoJack or the next immediate season, do you have any predictions for what you either think is going to happen in the future or what you uh or, or what you want to happen moving forward?
1: Well, Remington I can only tell you what I know from theater, Shakespeare, and the like. Comedy is tragedy plus time. And BoJack Horseman is defined as a comedy. But the problem is, is the comedy comes so, the the comedy comes after you're watching. Not during, (laughs) not during. You'll know where the comedy is once you've done because the whole series is tragedy after tragedy after tragedy. And then when you sit back and talk with your friends, you'll be like, oh, but wasn't that hilarious? And you're like, yes, that was hilarious and fucked up. It, it's only, it's, it's a fucking post-comedy. When you're watching yeah. it, you're not going to be laughing so, so much. You'll get a few chuckles here and there. But by the very end of the first season at the very least, and I can only assume more so afterwards, the level of comedy you experience is going to be entirely after the fact or on, God forbid, a rewatch. I... This is, this is, this is rough, bud. This is rough. Like... I can't say this is one of the favorite, my favorite things I've ever seen. I will say, though, that I think it's incredibly valuable and may be worth watching, but with the extreme caveat that you do not watch this if you are feeling one iota of sadness, one milligram of depression, one microcosm of cringe or <laughs> upsetness. Because if you do, and you watch more than one or two episodes in a sitting...
0: Yeah, don't binge it.
1: Good God. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I watched five episodes in a row. And <laughs> this is a comedy show, Rem.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, Sean, I'm you know the crazy to be making thing. People
1: chuckle.
0: You know the crazy thing, Sean. Uh compared to a-, a few moments that happen in future seasons, uh, this season looks pretty damn tame in comparison. Uh and and as you stew on that, Sean, uh I, I think it's time for the question I have to ask: Do you want to watch any more Bojack Horseman with me, Sean?
1: I'm gonna be honest, Rem. The answer to that question is complicated. The thing that pops (laughs) into my head is, no, of course I fucking don't want to. I do not want to watch more BoJack Horseman, but am I gonna watch more BoJack Horseman? (laughs) That's a major probably, my man. The only catch is, is you're going to be sat in the fucking room with me because I am not doing this alone again because I literally lost a night's worth of sleep because of this.
0: I I, I will gladly be by your side, Sean, to see uh, all, all of, of the rest of BoJack Horseman moving forward. Who knows? Maybe we'll turn it in, into a watch-along. For for our fans, but nonetheless, I want to thank oh, everyone yeah, for watching. Oh Yeah, because nothing
1: loves, <laughs> nobody loves, uh, watching two guys sat in like moping we'll, we'll sadness. We'll all
0: be sad together. It'll be great. I'm just gonna thank have a pint so of much. whiskey.
1: Fucking <laughs> hell. No, you're not Spentany. getting the outro until I grieve all of my grievances. You <laughs> son of a bitch. I am upset. I am sad. I'm a little bit horny, but that's nothing to do with BoJack. It's just emotions are hard. I just. I need a drink. Do the Aww, outro. Sean.
0: Why the long face? Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Alright, uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Uh, we really appreciate it. If you would like to show your guys' support, then uh, then please leave us a review on wherever you, you listen to us, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, especially Apple Podcasts, or Word of Mouth is the single greatest tool that you guys can use. Also, if you'd like to go even the next level, well, we have a Patreon that you guys can support us on, patreon.com slash anime out of context, where you can get access to a handful of bonus episodes and all sorts of pre banter content literal hours of bonus content there uh and you also get the privilege to have us horribly mispronounce your names sean uh would you like to take it away
1: oh fuck it's my turn that's right uh you, you're damn sorry, right i it was is. i was wallowing in the in trying to figure out what year of whiskey i was gonna go after uh and i feel like <laughs> the only appropriate one is jack daniels because it's about as worthwhile as my existence <laughs> I need a therapist. (laughs) Um... Of course we do have lovely people that we need to thank. We love all of our bland bit protagonists and our magical girls. Uh, but more specifically, we have to get to our yandere waifus. Uh, so thank you very much to Sarah Birch, Kazu Morocco. Uh, fuck, that name is long and I can only see part of it. Oh, goddamn you, Patreon and your weird formatting bullshit. Weirdly, oh, if
0: could- you shrink the page, then it, it might reformat in such a way to show all of the
1: name. You're shitting me.
0: No, I just fuck with the size and it might work. It, it, it's real weird. I don't fully understand it, but I often like shrink it so that it, it becomes obnoxious in format but you see the entire name okay just fuck with the size and eventually something will change probably if it's the same happens to mine
1: so taking up Kazu morocco uh anonymous let's talk about handshakers gamer uh juliana salty pretzel glenn michael dolan ross palmer jacob livingston h wood uh uh giggly wiggly jiggly ghibli (laughs) That's a good one. Uh farmer, what would rem cost to be a rental girlfriend? Weep. Uh Alexander Nacien Senyo, Uh Rem Hub Oh, uh, no. Andrew Rowski. NVIDIA RTX 3080 uh, graphics card sold out instantly and now I am sad. Don't worry, Sean's sad too, for different reasons, yeah. but you know. Yeah, my computer is very dead. Uh uh d- d- Matthew B. Devin McCutcheon, Sage Schiffner, reverse Kizmo Kismo. Well, mister, your yogurt isn't yummy at all. Gross. <laughs> oh no. Uh Peter Velasadi. Vlasati? Vlasati. I, I say Vlasity. Vlasity. Well, it will get, be corrected eventually. <laughs> Ready to be isekai Kenneth Reed, Remington Merrill, Visual Bin, Hunter Davies, Alex from Strya, uh, excuse me, Alex from Straya. uh, Apostle of the Church of Remington, Alston Limerick, I like AOT for the etchy, <laughs> Snap Snips, don't know what that is, but it's funny, uh, Ichigo 015 Simp, Bad Bunny, oh, that's awesome. and that's all of our Yandere waifus. Thank you all so much, but we have to go even further beyond we have to go to the magical land of Hogwarts where I am going to give everybody at at the uh, boy wizard tier eh, I am going to give uh, everybody at the boy wizard tier one of the Valar. Now Rem, do you know what a Valar is? Uh, uh, Don't patronize me, Sean. Of course I do. Yes, of course you do, Rem. Of course you're aware that the Valar are the uh, various uh, immortal deities uh, of Middle-earth but it's a bit more complicated (laughs) than that.
0: You took the words right out of my mouth, Sean.
1: Mm -hmm. So, well uh first and foremost, uh Eternitarian. You are in fact the uh <laughs> you are the uh the Valar, uh the creator of the stars, Elentari, uh also called uh Varda. Let's ah see. yes of course. Delina Perez, you. Oh, you you look like you're a fan of the dwarves. So you get, uh, fuck. I forgot how hard the Valar were to pronounce. Uh, <laughs> Ale, uh, or otherwise known as Mahal, the creator of the dwarves. Hell uh, yeah. Uh, Miguel de Leon, well, you look like a tree kind of guy. So you're gonna. Your Valar is, uh, Yavanna. Uh, which is the Yeah, the creator of the Ents. Uh, they also call him, uh, Kementari. And then, of course, we've got some more lords. Of the Valar. Uh, Pilkster, the Symphogear Gear Advocate. My man, you look like you are a fan of Malkor. You know, the first Dark Lord, the real big bad guy. You know, since you're a Simfo Gear advocate, I feel like that's appropriate. Uh rare, I'm gonna simp hibike uh euphonium until it's reviewed Kumiko. Uh <laughs> Well, if you're gonna be simping that hard, that means you must have a massive thirst. So you're gonna have Olmo, the Valar of Water, as well as the Sea King. Hell yeah. F- quenching huh. that thirst. Exactly. Killer Queen Requiem. Ah, uh, you. <laughs> you get Nemo or Mandos, the doomsman and the judge of the dead, who's also happened the uh, husband of uh, Vare. Okay. So good for you. D- Congratulations on the marriage. <laughs> Congrats on the uh, marriage. Uh Enrique Perez Torres. I really hope I said that right. If not, I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, you get Irmo or Lorian, the Lord and Master of Dreams, Visions, and Desires, and Creator of the Olormal or Path of Dreams, and the Damn, husband. Damn, that's a of great Eske. one. That is a that's very a... good one, Enrique. Hey, you made off pretty good. All right. Last but not least, what is Matthew Robinson gonna get, Sean? Matthew Robinson. M- Matthew Robinson. Uh you. <laughs> Matthew Robinson, you are going to get Nienna the Weeper and the Lady of Mercy because you seem very merciful to us, and we appreciate that. <laughs> Perfect. All right, and then we have to move on to a, a yet higher tier, a tier whose name I still find irritating, but I have no choice because it's set in stone. Uh, we have the Chefano Musco tier, and I'm going to give everybody in the Chefano Musco tier, I'm going to give them an emotional animal uh, <laughs> because that's basically what I am at this point. So first and foremost, uh, uh, Wholesome Harem was my favorite metal band back in the 70s. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Uh, You're going to get a, you know what? You are going to get an ecstatic owl. I feel like oh, okay. that's appropriate.
0: Okay. Uh By the way, uh, it,
1: while while you're saying these, Sean,
0: I'm in my mind, I'm just checking off whether it, mentally whether or not these actually exist in BoJack Canon.
1: Well, that's up to you, man. I'm mostly just coming up with these off the top of the dome. One or two of them might be, but if they if they oh are... yeah, I'm, I'm just
0: personally I'm just personally tallying uh, for my own purposes to see, like for example, ecstatic owl. Uh, I mean, to come seriously? Uh, more or less, yeah. Fuck. All right. Cool.
1: Uh, <laughs> I'm I mean. Sorry, you i would be it's ecstatic,
0: something. too, if you just came
1: out of a coma. Anyway, continue. Oh, Jesus, fuck. Oh, Jesus, fuck. Oh, no. Oh, no. don't no. worry. It's wholesome, Sean. It's wholesome. Okay, uh, next is <laughs> Almighty Sinner. Almighty Sinner, you're going to get... Hmm, hmm, hmm. Uh, how about you get a a dramatic reindeer?
0: Okay, okay, okay.
1: And Touchly diplomats, I feel like you have to be a uh, a military seal. That's not an emotion. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, see, look, my, my favorite emotion, are... military. You could,
0: you could do, you could do the great emotion of self-righteous over muffins that you call to dibs on. We've that all is had true. That, that emotion. Is true. That's
1: a very good uh, emotion, but I'm just gonna go with petty. You are a petty seal. Congratulations. <laughs> Uh, Silicon Spectre, you, uh, if anybody was a sad horse, it would probably be you. I'm sorry, boss. Oh shit. You, you got the Egyptian god card right there. Sad horse. Uh, Touchy Diplomat, you are an emotional emu.
0: Also, we got some twins going on. There's two Touchy Diplomats. Wait, just one fuck? of them has like one of them has a capital T. What's going on, touchy diplomats? Explain
1: yourselves. Who's
0: the imposter?
1: I don't know. They're acting pretty sus to me. See, we can stay hip with the trends. <laughs> like, are there actually? Are there actually two MRI? Yeah, no, there are. Uh, well, pretty nails for...
0: and, and and they they they're both on this month. Uh, if if you are the same person who's just doubled up, probably don't do that. Speaking yeah, no, of probably they're... don't do that. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> and since you're willing to just kind of toss money in our general direction, you you are in fact a uh a very uh happy ditzy dog
0: <laughs> continuing the uh thanks but probably don't do that train uh l- l- l-
1: our last one yes is amoto ahega uwu waluigi for life uh stop it the tear is gone the king is dead long live the new king of not having a waluigi tear uh <laughs> we, please we change ap- your contribution it is charitable but you are gaining no benefit yeah we love and appreciate you but it's traumatizing you can have the Waluigi name for eternity. We don't care. We just, we're just concerned about your bank account, man. <laughs> uh, but uh, after the concerns of their bank account, what is, what emotional
0: animal uh, are, is a Moto Ahigao, Sean?
1: A uh, stressed penguin.
0: <laughs> Oh, we, we didn't mention the stressed penguin too much. It's a good character. It's a good one. It's Very a really good, character, good one. character,
1: which is high praise. Uh, but also, you're turning me into the stressed penguin, and I can't handle that. <laughs> uh, oh. But if you would like to contact us directly with questions, comments, uh, and concerns, then please send us an email our way at animeoutofcontext at gmail.com, or you can uh, get a hold of us on Twitter at AnimeConPod. Thank you guys so much for listening, and as always, don't fuck your sister. No, that'd be pretty normal for this show i have to guess ram why am i the horse i didn't want to be the horse but why am i the horse